after breakfast What's before lunch? It's Austin, Texas It's weird brunch <laughs> But I don't know, I don't I don't have any conspiracy theories that I really buy into. Yeah, well, At least no fun ones. I know, I like I take mine too seriously. Like I I be- I do believe that AIDS was probably created by the government. Oh, and the crack em- epidemic. That too. But those aren't fun. No. Those are no. Aren't One fun. of my favorites is that uh two alien brothers created Earth and then created beings to be enslaved to like mine gold. I forget what I forget what the theory is called, but it's basically like if you look back on like historical like ancient shit uh like romulus and ramses Ramus? romulus and remus whatever <laughs> who gives a shit where are we um but yeah like that is like the story of the alien brothers okay who create like romulus and remus were the founders of rome right mythical yeah but yeah mm-hmm. okay yeah but they like they based that on the real the real founders of Earth, and one is good and one is bad. Just like I mean, there's people who really think that the Noah's Ark flood yes, story. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes. Go. I watched this the other night. Go. No, I don't think you did. I think mm. you've got something more interesting than what. No, I'm I would say. love for you to say it. <laughs> Is uh, a vague human memory of the extinction event that destroyed the dinosaurs. Huh. Oh, yeah, no. I, that's mm. not what I watched. I mean, I but believe like the, that there have been epic floods. Right. Yeah. and But there weren't it, humans bec- around then, so I don't... It, right. It doesn't quite compute, but there's some instinctual story inside of us about oh. a flood that we just know to look out for them. Yeah. Well, so, Okay. <laughs> The so lights are flickering right now. The lights now, are and fucking guys... flickering, and they haven't flickered for the past, like, three hours. That's so true. shit's going down. It's probably um, punishment for killing that roach. roach. So there's multiple ancient civilizations that talk about a, a great flood, mm-hmm. uh, not just the Bible. And um, the thought behind that is that uh, there was a flood, but... Sometimes the... it floods. <laughs> uh, yeah. God damn it. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> The thought behind that is that um, aliens, extraterrestrials, came and... Thank you for using the proper terminology. Yeah. Anytime. Mm-hmm. Um, and they like took the DNA of all of the animals um, so that they could recreate them after the flood. <laughs> also, also... Okay. Also, yeah. Um, aliens came to visit us whenever there were um, like Neanderthals... And yeah, like people right. like the people before people, and that wasn't that's that, Neanderthals were during. Well, people, no, what was the, I know what you mean? Like the like homo, hominids, Homo erectus, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. that okay. That was from that Nickelodeon Prometheus and Bob. It was the alien and the caveman. Do y'all remember that? Yeah, it's based on reality. <laughs> sure, on story. sure. Like most Nickelodeon shows are, cat yes. dogs. What is that? I mean, Bikini Bottom is based Cat from dog. Bikini Atoll and Nuclear yeah. Experiments. That's actually really I know. True. That's what they based it on. Yeah. The, yeah. Bi- the nuclear tests that we did on the Bikini Atoll. The pineapple Atoll. under the sea is because of the, the Bikini. Or the, yeah. 
Bikini Atoll bomb testing. SpongeBob's great. It's the best cartoon yeah. probably. The writers ever. are all great. Yeah. But what I was saying mm-hmm. uh, is that aliens came to visit and they were like, these people aren't like smart enough uh, to do our bidding. I'm not. <laughs> I don't know how to swallow. I right. can't even swallow this claw right now. Um, <coughs> so okay. they injected part of their DNA like that's the missing link, right? Is that aliens came down, injected part of their DNA, and then there were right. But there's no missing link. That's a... no. It's all pretty. The missing evolved. link is the DNA. <laughs> no, they, they traced it. They found it all. There's no missing links oh. anymore. Oh, I really beg to differ. Uh, <laughs> uh, agree to disagree. Uh, we're anyway, we're nice. all enslaved. Point. <laughs> have you been mining gold is that the problem you want to quit your job as a gold miner in austin texas the most common job in texas i think i'm not ready to put my waders away oh colorado river's full of gold there's gold in them hills it's not it's just uh what are those muscles the striped zebra zebra muscles that's what they're called oh yeah those are here zebra muscles and alligator gar if that's what gold is, I mean, la di da. Also, oh god. Like, See, what? this is why it should be an episode, Lisa. I feel like you should narrow it down. I, I think we should Pick have your an all Lisa favorite. Episode. Cons- no, god. <laughs> or what no if one you would listen to that trash <laughs> find conspiracy theories and make me and Karina each research <gasps> one and tell them to you. And then you can come at us and do what we usually do to you. <laughs> but but you'll have to believe in it, though. That's the problem, that probably. That is the problem. Yeah. I mean, you just disbelieve the science of evolution right now. That that got me. So you could just do that. <laughs> just keep doing that. Like, Karina well, has to do flat earth. and. I mean, y'all know that the... Egyptian gods that had like yeah. human bodies and then animal heads. Mm-hmm. The drawings. Yeah. No. Uh. Yeah. No. The drawings because the, there's no mm-hmm. physical no, evidence of it. Sure. There is physical evidence. You mean the, the people with cone heads masks that they made? No. So there was a grave the royal discovery. deformities where a their skulls discovery. are a little was... bit conier than normal. <laughs> God damn it! Sorry. There was <laughs> not like serious discovery. Uh, there was a grave discovered with the bones of human and animal all crushed up because the aliens didn't want us well, to know. Wait, hold on, they wait. were just crushed bones? You, you had me fine until the because. And there was an eight ton uh, stone on top of the grave. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, hold on. Hold on. We still don't know how the Egyptians made the pyramids. Of course, they. But we know how the aliens there. made the gods. <laughs> we'll explain this then. Okay. One time, there was an egg in a rooster nest. Oh, gay rooster. <laughs> Alien. I mean, Alien maybe rooster. Alien rooster. Also. <laughs> I think, and this is this is my alien thing. I'm mad that in. All of these stories, the aliens are like people-like. Yeah, there's no way they are. They are. We're made in their image. No. <laughs> we're replicant. What is... Why? What I think Lisa's trying to tell us is that she is actually extremely religious. <laughs> and... 
this is how we're coping. Which, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, which reminds me that whenever the Mayan uh, uh, king... I forget his name, but it was in Tenochtitlan, which is like their Mexico City. Yeah, and it was it, his name started with a T too, um, <laughs> but he like had this dream and he woke up and he was like, "We need to have human sacrifices," and that was a way of. Um, and that's the, where the Aztecs came from. No, the Aztecs—they were Aztecs. The human sacrifices didn't create. Oh. What? The Maya and the Aztecs were di- slightly different. Was the Maya he- were there earlier. I the Aztecs Tanaka came Klan later. I was Aztec. Yes. Yes. The Aztecs came later. Yes. The Maya were already like kind of gone. They were they were yeah. like the ancient Romans. They ran up to and- Peru and hid. Because- no, they just turned into other things. Like the, there was the Roman, like they, like how the Roman Empire became all the different European things. Yeah. So the Maya were like the people who built all those pyramids and shit, but then they were long gone by the time Europeans came, but the Aztecs were there at that time and the Inca and all the other people, they were like kind of the descendants of that empire, the Maya Mm -hmm. empire. So anyway. (laughs) And they had no horses. Stop. Shut. I hate it. I'm so mad about it. I Um, can't believe you brought that up. But... Uh, so the guy was like, yo, we got to kill people to make the gods happy. But really what happened was the aliens came and like they sent him this dream. They transmitted this dream to him. So you, (laughs) okay. So you think this only happened to the Aztecs? No, it happened to a lot of people. Okay. So did it happen at the same time? Yeah. It all happened at the same time. Yes. Like Independence Day. Yes. Exactly like <laughs> fucking Independence Day. Like they just scattered oh. around the earth and they're like, here, China, you get yep. paper and gunpowder and here, Egypt. It was you like get- the same time as Joan of Arc. No. Joan of Arc? Yes. Okay. What do you mean? No. That's when the Aztecs were partying. Is when Joan of Arc was like, what up? I'm going to lead these people. What's a 17 year old doing leading a fucking army? The aliens told her to, to save her people. Whitney but is so dumb I, with me. The right Egyptians now. were that was two thousand years before that. Yeah, yeah. The, well, there's di- they. It's not like they just like visited us once and they were like, we're done. They so they come what every two thousand years? No, they they're always around. The, they're always so it we're didn't like an all ant happen farm. at the same time. The the. <laughs> You got a point about Joan of Arc and the Aztecs. Thank you. Relatively and there was another in the same one. century. There was another one that happened around the same time, and I'm forgetting it. Uh, the 1400s? Columbus? <laughs> was Alien Joan of Arc sacrificing people? No, no but she was sacrificed. I know she, she was. Yeah. But, but I don't... Okay. Look, I'm just trying the to details. I'm high see, as fuck when I watch this shit. I know. <laughs> Okay. Welcome to Weird Brunch. God, um, you're so mad. I am not mad. Welcome to Weird Brunch. Welcome Fucking to Lisa's Weird Brunch. Here again. I'm leaving. <laughs> oh my God. Welcome I'm, to. Uh, I'm Whitney Lamond. I'm Karina Magyar. And I'm a fucking alien. Okay. Well, you were a lizard person before. Pro- mm-hmm. Same shit different day but with all lizard people are aliens why do you think <sighs> okay okay 
there i want you to make i'm gonna buy you mm -hmm. a big dry erase board yes and you're going to draw it all out visually so karina and i can follow the train of thought i want it to be a cork board and i want there to be string and pins would that work better if for you? If you think for two seconds, I'm not going to get on Amazon right fucking now and get mm -hmm. a whiteboard delivered to this house, which is not my house. <laughs> Amazon You're Prime. You're both wrong. Do it. Do it right now. Do it. John's going to be so pissed. They're pretty expensive. We've bought a whiteboard before, okay, but good. we don't have it anymore. Let's get a little one, like a fridge one, because I don't think this you is... You know what? We'll just take Let's off these the pictures walls. from the walls and yeah. we'll go full in that's right it. we'll turn this into a ux design meeting room and we will whiteboard the walls oh yeah can you just steal one from work yeah they're all they're all being on used. the walls they're scrumming they're they're, they're they scrumming up i know what scrum around is. oh my god i know what that is speaking of religions scrum masters Oh my God! Right? Let's we should talk about it. God, we should I don't do a know podcast what on that scrum is. mastering. You know what? That just that? sounds so ball sacky. I know, and it's always women. I, like every scrum master we've ever had has been a woman, and we're supposed to call her the scrum master. And I'm like, I don't think that's polite. I don't like scrum the scrum master. <laughs> I don't like dongle. Uh, oh yes. dongle! We had a whole fucking meeting about dongle. Did you have a dongle gate? Oh, we did. One scrum to rule them all. I'm gonna get on one Amazon. scrum to bind them. <laughs> uh, let's I'll, all go yeah. watch Lord of the Rings. You I, know. you know what? what? Fuck yes. Yeah. Also, right now, I guarantee goddamn to you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that guarantee had some. Garen goddamn t you. This is the most religious. I, I podcast. said it wrong, but I said it. No, right. you did it you did just good. right. It was. It was profound. <laughs> drunk on a Sunday, Tuesday. Uh, Sunday, Sun Tuesday. Getting drunk um, on a Tuesday. On a Sun Goddamn Tuesday. Oh, J.R.R. Tolkien? Yeah. yeah. Visited by aliens. Oh, Garen. I thought you were going to no, say Scrum he Master. He was also religious. Oh, no. Very, well, and also, Very. you know, racist. How do you come up with a whole new language? You just Lots go back and research it. old languages? Mm-hmm. The whole, uh, yeah. what was that movie nobody cared about but made a lot of money with the blue aliens? Oh, recently. Avatar. Yeah, Avatar, Avatar, Avatar language. Yeah. That's a whole language. James Cameron? Yes. Yes. And that's Doth new. Dothraki. And you and think Dothraki. James Cameron isn't a fucking alien? No, he's I actually over do here think like, he's an I'm alien. sure I can Google lizard person game games. He's for friends. sure a oh, fucking no, lizard person. James Cameron's an alien. I he's over here yeah. helping the conspiracy that the Titanic actually sank. Okay. We should have never told her that there could be a conspiracy that Ace. the Titanic There's did so not many videos closed. about it. Uh huh. And they're all by James Cameron. Check it out. Look at the sunken boat. Anyway. There's a musical. There was mm -hmm. a musical, actually. I think you guys will like this story. Go yes. for it. Let's hear it. Tell us. We've already learned so much. Okay. Tell me more. Tell me more. I'm just going to go home and get high and watch more and then write it down. No, uh, we're, that, the fact that you're a rechargeable battery is the best part. Like, I am. <laughs> Thank you. I am. Thank you. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for noticing. Yeah. Thank you for seeing me. Uh -huh. So we're going to talk about the Ghost Club. Ghost Club. Woohoo! Uh, it's the world's oldest paranormal organization. Mm. Like the Masons? Yeah, they're like, what, 20 years old? They're from the 18th century. 19th. Nice. The Victorian era. Nice. 
Okay, so is this like the people who Houdini hated? I don't but, know why the word Houdini, the name Houdini. Like spiritualists. Is yeah, it yeah, the similar yeah, yeah. thing? They're like the okay. ones. So like. In, um, hold on. In Okay. I, I just want to double check here because I, I maybe I'm going crazy. But did that say the 18th century Victorian era? era? Look. Oh, I hope it does. Karina's about to kill it. Do it. Because it's 19th century. Yeah, it's totally 19th century. It's not. Okay. Okay. I know that. Yeah. Continue. Um, I'm smarter than these writers. Oh, fuck. Um, this is why you shouldn't let Karina see your laptop. I, I won't look at your laptop. No shit. I'm just going to use my phone your stories. forever. I brought yep. my laptop once and it's just been horrible. Yep. Uh, so the 18th century Victorian era. That um, Victorian era. Well, they're clairvoyant. So, so they knew is, what was coming. There you go. That's what it is. Yeah. What? They're the just people in the ghost time. club. They were like, in a hundred years, this is going to be yeah. Huge. all Victorian. They were really fashionable just a hundred years too soon. Fuck you, Regency people. Yep. With your Jane Austen. Ugh. God, I hate Jane Austen. <laughs> and your King George's. <laughs> we we're, still own America. We're sitting around waiting for Victoria. Um. <laughs> so the Victorian era, mm-hmm. whenever it was. Uh. That's when a lot of people started getting into spiritualism. They wanted to contact the dead. And there were like all these mediums and shit. Uh, They started believing in ghosts, which mm, people were believing in ghosts way before that. um, Because ghosts are real. Uh, It was a time of psychics and mediums, seances, uh, spirit photography. That's fun. I still like spirit photography. I almost brought in a spirit photography story. Really? I I love it. It's Well, the old ones are fun because even if it's like it's creepy mm-hmm. just old Without, pictures yeah, are yeah, creepy. Yeah. it's fun to look at yeah love yeah. looking at them so all of this was firmly against scientific paradigms duh sure mm-hmm. um but people wanted to believe because who doesn't want to talk to their dead mom or son we want to go that route and it became so rampant and in vogue that various organizations built upon its principles were established as well as numerous <clears throat> hucksters and charlatans i have charlatan saint tattooed on me and no one knows it well i, what? I you want me to cut it. that I, or no i fucking love the word charlatan it's a great it's word a it's word. so good what was the other one saint charlatan saint okay i, I think like that, that would probably be my drag name is that your like cellar door yeah it is okay. it really is for me cool that's a good one um so yeah, a bunch of fucking assholes were also like, yeah, we can fucking... I mean, they're still doing it. Um, So, it what? was... What? They're all real. What was his... <laughs> Fuck y'all. Mm. That's rude. <laughs> y'all rude for that. So, at this time, mm-hmm. uh, an organization in particular rose to prominence. Um, and it would... A lot of the people that were really influential at the time were actually in this group. Um, and they were the paranormal investigators titled The Ghost Club. Sounds like a Love it. graphic novel by Alan Moore. See, I think it sounds like young adult. Like like literature, like Babysitter's Club, but grown yeah. up a bit. Yeah. That too. Yeah. yeah. Like the Babysitter's, Babysitter's Club, Club did have a mystery 
faction yeah. to it. Really? Like yeah. a Scooby-Doo style? Babysitter Club's mystery. Yep. Yeah. True. Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it was called The Ghost Club, actually. Was it? No. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Shit. <laughs> uh, so it would have its roots in paranormal phenomena that were being increasingly discussed in a serious manner among scholars at Trinity College in Cambridge, England. They would sit around. <laughs> Goddamn. They would sit around and talk about like, you know, throw ideas and like entertaining things that were like all paranormal, whatever. Uh, and this would grow until 1862 in the 18th century, when the Ghost Club was officially formed, uh, with the purpose of actually trying to expose frauds and hoaxes and to even debunk some of the very phenomena they spent so much time discussing, with a stated goal of applying strict scientific rigor to investigating paranormal claims. So, you guys are the fucking Ghost Club. Okay. Uh, indeed, oh God! Uh, one of the club's very first investigators was the cl- uh, investigations was the claims of the Davenport brothers, who claimed they could contact spirits through a spirit cabinet, from within which the ghosts would communicate with knocks and thuds. Okay, that makes sense. The I mean- Ghost Club got them. Uh, they wished for paranormal to be accepted right beside the other scientific discoveries being How made in the, the era. How did the ghost club get them? Well, it doesn't say. It doesn't say. But you know they were just like, oh, these, this guy's got brother his arm behind, behind it. behind the yeah. cabinet. Oh, I they're don't know Swedish. where my brother is. He went to pee. In Victorian 18th century. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're all Swedish. You're yes. right. Yes. They're we're from all. Gurdon. Right. Gurdon. Um, so they took a very intellectual academic approach uh, to the paranormal because they wanted it to be just as scientific as the other things going on at the time. Right. Um, they applied this philosophy to all of their investigations. So like they investigated things to make sure that whatever they were doing, there was some kind of scientific base to it. Um, in the early days, they were almost solely concerned with ghost hauntings and mediumship. And they were the most active paranormal society around, not only launching major investigations, but also adding to the academic discussion and debate on what the nature of ghosts actually was. Uh, And it would eventually attract uh, members like Charles Dickens, W.B. Yeats. Yeats? Yeats. Yeats. Thank you. I was right. And Arthur Conan Doyle. Yes, sir. Sir. Uh, and then quite a few other luminaries and prominent academics, clerics, politicians, and scientists. Uh, among some were Nobel Prize winners. Uh, Dickens was, uh, in particular, a major force within it. And when he died in 1870, the club disbanded, but it was not yet dead. In 1882. <laughs> Just like a ghost. Yep. yep. The ghost club rose from the dead. Yeah. Uh, when spiritual mediums Stainton Moses and Alaric Alfred Watts resurrected it. At around the same time, another prominent organization, the Society for Physic Psych for God huh? damn it. The Society for Psychical 
Is that it? I should be. Yeah. It is the Society for Psychical Research. I should be thrown in the middle of 35. That sounds like it's right out of the Ghostbusters script. How do I even have a job? You know? I I can't read. Uh, Society for Psychical Research was being established. In this incarnation of the Ghost Club, it was run more like a high-class secret society with fancy secret words. I think they're cheating here with the like long running part because it sounds like this is ghost club two you know i mean it was only gone for 12 years what's a long ghost club two i don't know i mean 12 years ago i was right the same i am age i am now um whoa (laughs) uh it was run like a high-class secret society with fancy secret mm-hmm. words, more rituals, rules, and mannerisms, and regular meetings at expensive restaurants behind closed doors. You know what? That sounds like more fun than the previous version. I know. Fuck you, Charles Dickens. <laughs> yeah. Glad you died, bitch. Yeah. I want to start a club where you meet at fancy restaurants behind closed doors and have passwords and shit. Um, unlike the Society for Psychical Research, uh, which published regular journals of their findings, the Ghost Club kept everything secret and within its ranks. Um, mm-hmm. They were they hid their archives and records, um, and although they expanded their interest into phenomena outside of ghosts, such as dowsing, dowsing, what's, what's dowsing? Like with water? So you hold like a little, yeah, you hold the branch looking for water. Oh. Never heard of that? It's like a Y-shaped branch, and it'll dip down when it finds water underground. Oh. So a phenomena. It's a phenomena bum, bum, that people have investigated um, and found bogus. This, well, I'm sure they did. This mm-hmm. was also an era where uh, the Ghost Club can be seen to have slightly strayed from its original manifest of strict scientific protocol regarding analysis of the supernatural. They believed that actual dead members joined their meetings in spirit, endorsed phenomena that were questionable at the time, and the poet Yeats, who was a prominent member at the time, would claim to have visions of knowledge from beings on the other side or aliens. That just literally sounds like church. Right? Doesn't it? She's just recounting church. It's just church. (laughs) They were getting laxer in their original skeptical attitude, seen as turning into a club of believers, and consequently, this was also the era of some rather embarrassing incidents of the Ghost Club being duped. A famous example was when Sir Arthur Conan Doyle swallowed hook, line, and sinker the case of what is known as the Coddington Fairies. Mm-hmm. Wherein some young girls photographed some paper cutouts of fairies and passed them off as real. That is a famous case. Um, it really is. That's that's one of the funniest things ever. <laughs> the great poet Yeats was also pranked by his very own wife, building theories on the phenomenon of automatic writing mm-hmm. based on her pr- participation and demonstration of it, which she later claimed she faked. This was in stark contrast to original members such as Dickens, R.I.P., who were actually very skeptical with one writer once saying... A quote that there are on record many circumstantial and minute account minute accounts. God damn it! Of nope, that would be minute. Oh, it would. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, of haunted houses is well known to most people, but as all such narratives must be received with the greatest circumspection and sifted with the utmost care, 
Nothing in them must be taken for granted and every detail proved uh, by direct and clear evidence before it can be received. The Ghost Club was shut down again in 1936, only to spring back to life in 1962. Okay, so again, this is not the world's oldest Ghost Club. It's a name that's been used three times. At three completely different Ghost points. Club How long have Nazis been around? The least well, unique Yeah, but you don't call club. them the world's oldest running hate group if they existed in pockets, you know? I would. Well, they never, like, stopped Naziing, did they? They disbanded. These people probably didn't mm, stop ghosting. They did. Mm. From 1936 to 1962. I'm sure somebody was hanging on. Um... <laughs> So they From sprang- beyond the grave, maybe. <laughs> so, Charles Dickens was still running it. Uh, <laughs> they sprang back to life in 1962 due to a Theodore Carey and Patrick Hewitt uh, while expanding further out into UFOs and cryptozoology. And despite previous missteps in more modern times, even more famous writers and people have joined the club. And it has attracted many who are determined to prove that the paranormal is real and measurable. Ta- taking on its former skeptical leanings in the process. Okay. Such important members as C.E.M. Jode. What? Did you just say? C.E.M. Jode. I thought, who? I don't know, but he definitely got called Jode. Um, Yeah. Sir Julian Huxley, Algernon Blackwood, Sir Osbert Sitwell, Mm. and Lord Amwell. Who are these people? This was just made up names. This is the made up name club. Uh, we're included within its ranks in the 20th century. Is that right? Yes. Uh, and it seemed all was well once again. That yet sounds like they... a bunch of Dickens characters. Right. Like Dickens from beyond the grade invented C.E.M. Jode and <laughs> Sir Osbert Sitwell. <laughs> um. They have faced an uphill battle against those who would try to regulate anything of the sort into nonsense and fantasy. Still, they try to make the paranormal more accepted by society at large. And one prominent member named Guy Leon Playfair, again. No. No, that's another Dickens Told Alex W. Palmer in an article for the Pacific Standard on the phenomena they are pursuing, colon, people clump all things like this into fairy stories, but several hundred years ago, they didn't believe in electricity. Well, no. Even though we could see it in the sky and feel it in our jumpers. Uh, We know there are things up there, radio waves, neutrinos, Wi-Fi, even if we can't see them. It's the spiritual part of the paranormal that gets dismissed. But science today was magic in the past. So the the so-called skeptics never questioned or examined anything. They've got all the answers. The world operates according to Darwin and Richard Dawkins, and anyone like me who brings other evidence simply has to be eliminated. The Ghost Club still keeps up its investigations and gatherings right up to the present day, meeting every month at the Victory Services Club near Marble Arch in London. And as they have been here for over 100 years off and on uh they just may be four hundreds more they still keep an open mind and challenge scientific dogma that threatens to bury their pursuits and one member has said colon 
I do get angry sometimes when people are very quick to dismiss the paranormal. I've had arguments with people in the past who, when you talk about it, immediately dismiss it without letting you get a chance to explain. I end up just saying to the people, if you want to dismiss it, that's fine. But I always finish by saying to them, if you ever experience anything in the future that you can't explain, come back and talk to me. This is I feel told off, don't you? I do too. Yeah. I'm very chastened. Hmm. <laughs> She's just coming hard for us. It's fine, whatever. Stare at me. Oh woo! <laughs> um. So, are they still doing their ghost thing now? Yeah. But yeah, they meet every month. Where do they pay at dues the Victor- at the Victory Services Club? Still? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't. I mean, I, I, I mean, I need to know their I schedule. Go. Like, who was present at I the meeting? I want to do. Yeah, <laughs> I want the minutes. I'd like to see the ledger. I wonder if they have that. If they're on meetup.com. Does London does London have meetup.com? I don't know what meetup.com is. I did what? find you can rent a friend in Austin. Yeah, I've seen that rent a friend thing. Is that the same? <laughs> no. No. Okay. Not not the same as meetup.com. Dot com. Oh, you found they have a website. Or there is a website about it. <laughs> what does the website look like? Yeah. Describe it Oh, it looks it great. Me. It looks like a Goosebumps cover. Ooh. It's got papyrus font. It's got a little bit of fady font. It's green and purple. It's is everything it you want it to be. Is it kind of old looking? Like it definitely a, looks early like. Early 2000s? There are columns Good. of text. Columns of text yeah. on your homepage. Perfect. It's exactly 660 pixels wide. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I Okay. Uh, What's the matter, Lisa? She's joining the like ghost club. It, she's making a squinty face. It looks like it's twenty-five pounds hmm. to subscribe a month or a year. And, um, Don't do it. It's not worth say? it. You can't go to the meetings. Save your money for the whiteboard. Free monthly talks <laughs> held on a Sunday, a Saturday afternoon, in a private members' club in Central London. This is. This is I fantastic. bet there's an American version. Find that. I'm also, isn't there like an Austin Ghost Hunters Club? Wait, something? what's on the application form and questionnaire? Title, first name, last name, address, city, oh, that's county, not a state, postcode, country, home telephone, mobile, mobile, uh, email, password. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I want to know. Okay. Okay. Um, one, have you seen a ghost once, no. more than once, regularly, or never? I didn't think they were going to include never for a right. second. Do you consider yourself a sensitive? Oh. <laughs> if yes, please give us an example. Oh, my God. I can send them video. Please name <laughs> any periodicals, publications concerned with the paranormal that you read regularly. Please list any other organizations connected with the paranormal to which you belong. Oh, wow. They do their research. Are you interested in taking part in investigations? Please specify any preferences or constraints regarding overnight stays and or days of the week. What if I have a peanut allergy? You should let them know. What if you don't live in in London? London. Um, Your ass better move. Um, Have you ever been to an investigation at a haunted site before? Do you have any mm-hmm. particular favorite reputedly haunted sites you would like us to pursue for an investigation? Ugh, y'all, I might fucking join. Do this. Get those railroad tracks investigated. 
the article though about the railroad tracks was like turns out this road improvement will fix the railroad track phenomenon oh no because it was just we gotta a, get the ghost club on it this. was just a mild incline we know they want to know your just current occupation mild incline. mild incline my current occupation. oh how did you hear about the ghost club <laughs> wait oh i really like that one do you speak and or write any modern mm-hmm. language other Ooh. than english and then do you have any knowledge of specialist languages such as old english latin ancient greek etc i've got some etc do you what speak are your other 18th interests? century victorian <laughs> 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 write that in it's well, a year electronic only it's for a year okay electronic only is only 15 pounds that's not bad that's like a billion american dollars there's also, a voucher code. You might be able to wait, get a coupon are, for this. Are the, <laughs> the vouchers just spooky? Spooky. Los spooky. Back on pounds, right? No, you know they've been on pounds all the time. They never changed. Okay, they never went to the euro. No, that was one okay. of the big initial signs that this of wasn't going to work out. Yeah. Okay. I couldn't remember. Mm. There's actually a bunch of EU countries who didn't switch to the euro. They're like separate things. Oh yeah. Electronic. Like the Scandinavian countries all stayed on their own. Mm-hmm. And Switzerland. I just remember in uh, Beer Fest when they're like, I told you we should have bought brought Deutschmarks instead of Euros because they were silly looking. Oh, y'all, I can do post and electronic for 30 bucks. All right. Well, Lisa signs up for the Ghost yeah. Club. I'm going to talk about a real religion? No, I'm just kidding. Please do. Um, it's just as silly stuff happening with the so-called real religions. Oh, no, that was political. Karina, <laughs> be accepting of all. Okay, so the Church of the Holy Sepulchre is the famous church in Jerusalem where it is believed that all the Jesus stuff happened, right? Mm-hmm. So it's the most holy site to, like, all the religions yeah um and that's like the main reason jerusalem is um kind the of hub the hub of this stuff right so they believe this is where jesus was crucified and resurrected even though those were in slightly different places but i guess it's a big church <laughs> <laughs> takes up a lot of space yeah stance uh it's been the site of pilgrimages since the fourth century um, so obviously there's been a lot of fights over who, you know, runs that church. Still fighting. There's not fighting anymore. Thanks to something that happened in the 1750s. So right now, mm. which is the 18th century, you're right. So what happens is that six denominations of Christianity share the church. The Greek Orthodox, the Armenian Apostolic, and then like the Roman Catholics are like the main owners. And then they also have little spots in the church that they allow the Coptic Egyptians, the Ethiopian Orthodox, and the Syrian Orthodox control or do stuff in. And the reason this all came together was because of something called the Status Quo Agreement. Uh, there's a Muslim family who holds the keys to the church. So, huh. and they're like the neutral party 
because the Muslims don't give a crap about the church. Um, they're a neutral party who's just like, you six play nice or we'll take the ball and go home, mm-hmm. right? And then the other six have all their agreements. So the way this agreement works is that all six of those churches have to agree on something happening inside the church or it doesn't happen. Okay. And that was their way of sorting out who got to have what religious ceremonies on what days and in which room and how long it would take. And it's really complicated stuff. So unfortunately, at the time that this status quo agreement was made, there was a ladder just sitting on a ledge leading up to a window over the main entrance. Okay. Probably left there by a handyman. Um, who was doing some maintenance or whatever, but they actually have engravings from the 1720s with the ladder there. And the ladder is still there to this day, same ladder. <laughs> it's still there to this day because they can't move it because nobody knows which one of the six churches put the ladder there. Mm-hmm. And so they don't know which church to apply to move it. Okay. And none of them can agree on what to do with it. So it just sits there and it's called the immovable ladder. <laughs> And this sounds really silly and stuff, but like... Do we think? What? No. Hold on. Let me... (laughs) We don't. We We don't. don't. (laughs) So this sounds like kind of just silly, weird, legally stuff, but Mm -hmm. it's serious. So there's also a problem on the roof. The roof is partitioned off into very... Yeah, Very small like squares and patches and different churches own different parts of the roof. Um, mm-hmm. because they have to like proclaim different things at different times of the year. So there's a patch of roof that both the Greek Orthodox and the Armenian Apostolic, who are the main like fighting sections, okay. um, they just send people up there to sit in a chair in that part of the roof at all times so they don't lose their claim uh, to that part of the roof. Oh, okay. <laughs> What the? F- this is the worst divorce I've ever had. <laughs> right? So there's always like, a monk. Capture the flag. In one of these two, like just sitting in chairs. And anyway, there was one day when it got hot and the Greek Orthodox monk moved his chair into the shade and it literally started a riot. Like, because that part That's of the shade not a, was just not... just trying to cool down. Right. So they, like, started fighting each other, and it was like, shit, oh, my God, this is still serious. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, we have exactly the spaces we said we'd have. When was this? 2000... When did he move, did he move his fucking 2008. Okay. What? Yes. <laughs> there's video. Um, There's video of these guys fighting, and there's also a pretty good video. Oh, no, wait, that chair well, moving was even more recent. Cameras. 2008 was when they were downstairs sweeping and the Armenians and the Greeks were both sweeping their part of the church and there was a disagreement. Uh, Somebody started sweeping outside their part of the church and they started a broom fight. And there's a YouTube video of that. And it's not like a broom fight, like they picked up the brooms and started jousting or sword fighting. They were like, whack, whack. Wow. Like throwing brooms at each other's faces like overhand and like the riot cops had to be brought in. People were bloodied. Like it's freaking serious. They the ground. The church is falling apart because they have to get all six churches to agree on who's going to be the contractor to fix it. What Mm -hmm. part's going to get fixed and when and can these people come in? They can't even move a maintenance ladder, right? It's all gotten much worse in the last 30 years because in 1981, when Pope 
John Paul was they tried to kill him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was like, oh. Pre-Pope-mobile. Pre-Pope-mobile, right. And he's yeah. like, oh, man, that was close. I should go to the Church of the Holy Sepulcher mm-hmm. to, like, thank God for not dying. And so the Pope came, and he said, you know what? While I'm here, this ridiculous stuff with the six Christian groups fighting Let's all the time, down. we've got to stop this. So here's here's the deal. The Roman Catholic Church, you know, the big one everybody's actually heard of, the powerful one, we stay out of most of the actual fights because we know when we show up, people listen to us. Well, our thing is we are not going to agree to anything until all six religions come together as one. Uh And I guess the Pope thought that would cause everybody to just go, you know what? You're right. Let's all be Roman Catholic. It did the opposite. (laughs) <laughs> and so now literally nothing can happen because the Roman Catholic Church can just veto fucking everything. Right. Um, and so it's become a real bone of contention in a lot of Christian communities because if you go on a pilgrimage there, like the place sucks. It's full of fights. It's full of violence. It's falling apart. It's weird. It sounds like it should be a reality TV show. Yeah. It's it's like going to a Big Brother house kind yeah. of thing. And Why- so, yeah. Why can the... How can the Roman Catholic Church just be like no? Because they Cause don't have claim on that, do their- they? Because they'll just. But they said was kind of like a UN thing, like, well, all six of us have to agree on something, so mm-hmm. we disagree with everything until you guys join the Roman Catholic Church. That's our new policy. Jesus. And that was their way of trying to create peace, which is, it only makes sense if you're, the Pope, I guess. Maybe. I don't know. He's dead now. So in in 1981, somebody moved the ladder. Ooh, just a randomly. A spooky. Um, and they put it right back. Because the cops found it. Oh, And they no. put it right back. I mean, I guess they it makes the sense. They're they like, we don't want everyone to fight. No, no, they didn't move the ladder. Sorry. In 1981, somebody took the ladder and the cops scoured the city of Jerusalem, found it in somebody's living room, took it back and put it right back where it was. Because they're like, seriously? Yep. That this wasn't, is the ladder Christ died on. That wasn't funny. We don't it want a religious war. It was the one that he war. used to climb up onto the cross. Yeah. Duh. We're jerusalem we have enough problem with judaism and islam fighting mm-hmm. don't fucking start a christian religious war in the middle of just so the the jerusalem cops got very serious in 1981 after this roman catholic thing being like you guys fucking play nice because we don't have time for you mm-hmm. we have real shit going on 1997 um someone else on video you can go look this video up crawled out the window grabbed the ladder and just went inside and took it and this time they couldn't find it. Okay. And so this was about two weeks, and the Greeks were accusing the Armenians. It was like mm-hmm. one of your people, and the Armenians like that was one of your people, and it started to get very serious. Like mm-hmm. not just in the church this time fighting, but like threats of war because that right. part of the Balkans, nineteen nineties, mm-hmm. not so hot. Everybody was trying to kill it. So the dude who stole it put it back after two weeks, where he was like. Oh shit, that was supposed to be a prank. At least he put it back. To show you guys that you need to get along. And everyone could. And I almost started a war in the Balkans. And he turned out to be an American Protestant who was just trying to prove a point Mm -hmm. about how ridiculous it all is. I was going to say teenagers. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and it's like you don't know what forces you're messing with. Mm -hmm. These six religions all claim to go back to year zero, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. 
Way older than you. So one of the few times, like they've made the Catholic Church has stepped in and said, yes, we agree with this or that a couple times to make repairs so the church doesn't fall down. Right. And one of the few times they've come back and said, yeah, let's go ahead and do it, is they put a grate up on the window so that you can't move the ladder, uh. which is hilarious because they could have said, yeah, let's go let's ahead and... Let's just put the ladder in the closet. Take the ladder down. Yeah. But they put a grate up so that the ladder can't be reached anymore. That's this perfect. is the stupidest. <laughs> it is fucking thing. It's, this is why there can't be peace in the Middle East. <laughs> that fucking ladder. It's actually supposed to be like if you go to Christian sites and read about it, the ladder is supposed to be symbolizing the harmony between sure. these six, like how we can all kind of agree. But they don't. But it's actually literally the opposite. It's, it's like what the you said. absence of a green. Yeah. It's that there is no agreement, so we don't move it. Move it. Right. So this cedar ladder that has now been sitting in the Israeli sun for 350 years at least <laughs> is probably going to fall apart at some point. Right. It's like dust now. And nobody's sure what will happen when that takes place. I mean, place. I guess they'll argue over who gets to sweep it up. <laughs> I don't know why they didn't just understand that God moved the ladder to getting the cops involved. Yeah, that's... Anyway, uh, if you want to have a good time, definitely look up videos of uh, Greek and Armenian monks fighting in this... Because they are vicious, crazy... MMA style monk fights in the middle of this church. I don't know. People... When I think of a monk, I think of like... And I know this is dumb, but I think of like Friar Tuck and I think of like yeah. a brown robe and they're kind of bald and old and fat and they just yeah. wander around and maybe they don't talk. Yeah. I can't imagine it. them yelling at each other. Fighting to the death. No, this is like... Holy shit. It's like whipping ladders at each riot. other's fucking heads. Or uh, not ladders, but Inside brooms. This- that's a pretty big. There's a church. lot of tourists around and like innocent bystanders. Oh my the God. cops are like, "Are we allowed to come in and do anything?" I don't know. Yeah, is that guy having the, the does city that guy cops have don't know what sword? to do, but the fucking Israeli army does. They're like, Here yeah, they're like, "You're done. Anyway, Party over." Nobody was arrested because they were all men of God. Oh, that must be nice. I love our world. Hmm. Well, you know, don't leave your ladder out. That's just lazy. So my favorite thing about this podcast is this dynamic right here. Can I just pause before we get into Whitney's probably <laughs> very like, detailed and tragic story about something that really happened yes. that we can't argue with and we just both get bummed out about? I'm sorry. This dynamic... <laughs> <laughs> this dynamic right here where you say stuff and I'm just like, I get mad that like why do you this is the stupidest shit and then i bring up stuff that's arguably more real but it makes you mad at how stupid this stuff Mm -hmm. is yeah that's my favorite thing yeah is it like we both know the world is stupid but we have a completely different yeah take on it i kind of think this is awesome and Lisa hates and it. And Lisa's so mad at how stupid it is. And how, you- how the fuck do you not know where the ladder came from? How the <laughs> fuck do you not know who put that up there? Well, and I'm like, then how the fuck do you not? It's probably the fucking Muslim family was like, hey, this will get them. <laughs> I'm nonpartisan, but I'm going to put a ladder up. Fuck y'all. 
Could be. Could be. Or it was in the middle of a fucking fight over who owns Jerusalem. Goddamn Israelis. <laughs> Palestinians. Stop putting ladders in places. Well, 1720s. That would have been the nobodies. I guess the Palestinians. Mm-hmm. But they wouldn't have called themselves that then. No. Just the people hanging around then. Who we shouldn't name for political reasons. For sure. People hanging around then. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I, I just, I cannot fathom how you don't know which faction had the ladder up. Like, how well, the, the fuck? It, it, they it's didn't just like know the kids. ladder was there. Like, the, the reason the how ladder. How do you not know the ladder is there? How do you not know? <laughs> They're like, who put the ladder there? And everyone's like, I don't know. And You're right. I didn't get it. That's it. So they, when they were partitioning the church, they were doing it off of like blueprints and drawings. And they were like, you get this room, you get this room, you get this patch of room, you get this patch of room. And they partitioned it all. And, and then the ladder later was already there. Pointed out, somebody pointed out, what about that ladder? Because it wasn't in the drawings. It's not part of the building, but it's touching the building. And that's when they were all froze and we're just like, fuck nobody's ladder i guess the ladder stays right there and nobody touches it Mm because it's not on the list and then later they went back and saw engravings that show that the ladder had been there a while yep but they didn't know who put it there that's just probably none of them put your things away yeah clean your room just clean up after yourself just yeah don't like if someone swept my area i would be fine with that (laughs) Is that a euphemism? Mm-hmm. Yes. Maybe it's just your inner, like, demons about having oh, roommates yeah. coming out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Evil spirits. In the form of a ladder in a church, mm-hmm. and that's what's making you so mad. <laughs> just take care of your own goddamn ladder. I'm yep. not letting your ladder outside to pee. Yep. Wow. There you go. We figured it out. I think we just solved the problem here. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, let's talk about a ladder to heaven. I got to I'm just kidding. God, yeah. really Go religious pee. people are just fucking stupid. <laughs> it's okay, Lisa. I'm fine if you have a religion. I'm, I'm fucking, I'm, you're good. But if you're getting in Super. fights over sweeping, uh, what would the aliens say? Uh, that's true. I haven't thought about what the aliens would say. <laughs> I usually don't. Uh, That's weird. But I'm, it's weird that I don't. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I'll try to <laughs> take that, you know, like absorb it into my own lifestyle and keep that in mind. WWAD. It sounds, it rolls off the tongue. I'll get you one of those on the little like leather band with the silver WWAD. And so that no matter which which way. Yes, of course. Where else would I? I mean, I get it. I could get it from Claire's probably if I don't want to spend the money on the silver gift card to Claire's somewhere. Really? And I got it within the last like two years. It's kind of a I think it was a dick move. I was going to say, is it a joke? Yeah, I think they got it as a joke. You could go get your ears triple pierced. How many pierced? What you well, got? I have two, one on each ear. But mm-hmm. then uh, when I was in high school, I definitely pierced my own ear mm. on the second one. Mm-hmm. Um, Did it fuck up? Just to feel something, man. Uh. Um, no, it didn't fuck up. I just was like, this is dumb and took it out. Okay. That's all. But there's scar tissue there, and now you don't want to get a that double lobe. That I wish lobe. you saw. Um, 
Yeah, uh, no, I I would. You know what? I would repierce my ear. I've thought about doing a second one. I've never. Let's know. go do it together. Let's go use your Claire's gift certificate. Yes. Wait, you have a what? You have a Claire's gift certificate? I do somewhere. I think unless mm-hmm. I threw it, I probably threw it away. Oh. I'll go to Claire's and get double lobe piercings because I only have one. Do you want to go? Single. Sure. That would be kind of. I fun. need to buy. I just need that earrings. <laughs> yeah. I don't have enough Me like non dangles. I lost all my studs because I would leave them in at night. Yeah. Losing well, them. and then you just like buy them in fucking packs. Yeah. yeah. They're trash earrings anyways. All right. Let's start this. So this is a story. Of a girl. I'm not going to do it. Um, Crowd a river drown the whole There's a guy. His name is... Hulon Mitchell Jr. Okay, y'all were making fun of my yeah, fun. Yeah, no, I'm going to give him Hulon. Come on. Hulon. Um, he was born in 1935, I believe. Uh, but he's a very ambitious man, and he is influenced by... He's after he's black and he's influenced by Malcolm X and, you know, growing up and seeing like civil rights and struggling and all of that stuff. And um, he's very moved by it. Uh, And then in Miami, the McDuffie riots happen. And so the McDuffie riots were when uh, so. Marine. He was an ex-Marine. His last name was McDuffie. He's pulled over, and uh, while being pulled over, he gets murdered by four Miami police officers. And, of course, this is, like, the 70s, and they go to trial over it, and all the officers are found innocent, and people in Miami freak out, and riots start happening. And nothing has changed. Yeah. Uh, so... There's a bunch of unrest in Miami, especially in like the lower income parts where segregation is and black people are kind of forced out and police aren't paying attention to these areas and crime. Yeah. I know, right? Crime is really high. If Jerusalem and Miami, uh, Hulon decides that he is going to create his own movement and he's going to go by the name Yahweh Ben Yahweh. So he Fair. creates the nation of Yahweh in 1979 in Miami, Florida. It's a branch of the black Hebrew Israelite movement. Like, uh, I don't, I don't know if it would be like a rebellious branch. Um, maybe but a militant branch, maybe a little bit. Uh, he was influenced also by the nation of Islam and uh, championed God and biblical prophets as black while condemning white devils, which hey, I'm fair. kind of all fair. I'm for it. Yeah, no, you're right. So no. far, I'm for it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Yahweh, and Yahweh starts gaining a good amount of followers and people are, you know, kind of like selling their shit off to come and follow this guy. They all wear um, white robes. They wear white turbans. And the robes are usually like kind of embroidered with gold. So they're very distinctive looking hmm. on the streets of Miami. And um, a good outfit is the key to a good cult. I honestly. mean, 
it's not a cult yet necessarily. Oh, okay. I mean, it, it, it's about to get real culty. If there's an so, outfit. Yeah. I mean, that, that's how I feel about yeah. like Office Depot. Yahweh Vin Yahweh um, <laughs> starts to claim that he's the son of God. And that's kind of a red flag, usually. <laughs> um, but, you know, that's all right. What year was this? 1979 okay. is when it's all starting out. So, but they are doing good stuff. So they move into this lower income part of Miami. They start buying up rundown motels and different land. They open a church called the Temple of Love. And they um, start making improvements in these places that were really run down. They're also kind of becoming a little militant. So Yahweh Ben Yahweh had his own kind of group of guys who would pass out like literature about the movement, but also uh, if there were drug dealers out there or something, or if uh, there was a woman who was also helping pass out pamphlets and somebody was like, fuck you, I don't want your pamphlet, they would go and like beat the shit out of that person. So they're kind of like... Just like PETA. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So they're kind of like this, I don't know, like militant police force in this place that also has been completely neglected by actual police other than like murdering poor people just walking around. Uh, So Yahweh Ben Yahweh's power keeps growing. They're expanding. He's starting to do this thing where he's like, all right, y'all, you're all in families. Uh, Men, you should really only be boning your wives unless you're specifically doing it for the purpose of making a baby. Uh, Wait, so what? This is a new one. Don't do that. Yeah. So, there so you should all only kind cheat of... on your wife if you're fucking. No, not sick. cheat on your wife. You should only fuck your wife if oh, you're oh. trying. Oh. Yeah. I was going to say that's a pretty interesting move. I hadn't heard no. that one. Like you no should... cheating unless you're trying to no. make a baby out of wedlock. You should only be fucking your wife if you're trying to make a baby. So no sex for just sex. Just Boo. only doing it to make a baby. So like if she was pregnant or something like, no. Or, Meanwhile, he's having sex with everybody. Exactly. Ugh. So Same he's old. boning everyone. He's also starting to, because this expansion is happening, he's making his own kind of trainees and sending these men out to different cities, like Big cities throughout the U.S. and all of them. New York, Houston, Houston, Atlanta, Dallas. Yeah. He's franchising. Yeah. He's spreading out and he's sending these men out. And while these men are out, he's like, okay, you wives who are now left here with your children, y'all are all going to kind of move into my Yahweh Ben Yahweh properties. Mm -hmm. And compound. Let's just call it a a little bit. But it was pretty spread out okay but um yeah so you're all right. gonna live here and when the men would come back they'd be like oh oh Yo, so you're kids? fucking my wife and uh they don't want to have anything to do with me so he uh, was doing that but also he starts buying up so much stuff uh, and forcibly 
kicking people out of like apartment complexes that were already there. Okay. So he bought this one spot and forcibly and illegally kicked out all of the current tenants to make room for the members of the nation of Yahweh. Yes. Um, so when the men came back and the wives were with him, mm-hmm. the wives like didn't want to get back with their husbands. No. So Certain he was ones. brainwashing the fuck yes. out of these yes, women. Yes, yes, okay. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charisma sure. is a weapon. Donka. Yeah. Mm. And the men had their own like quarters. So like all the dudes lived together when they would come back. Yeah. And the families were separate. So, you know, it's a classic cult move where mm-hmm. you separate your family members. Yeah. Um, so anyways, he buys this complex, forces out the tenants for the Nation of Yahweh members, and there are these two guys named Anthony Brown and Rudolph Broussard who are like, y'all, this is fucked up. We live here, and these people are illegally taking our spaces. And like a couple days later, both of them were shot in front of their apartment building. And this is what? 1986. Damn. Um, the nation of Yahweh allegedly killed these people. Um, shit keeps kind of happening. Uh, speaking about that kind of white devils thing. Uh, he had a group of men, enforcers kind of. And from what... I can kind of tell uh, they would go out and find white males, usually kind of, uh, it was usually like drunks or homeless people. Okay. But what they would do is they would kill them and cut off their ears and they would keep their ears as souvenirs. That was a lot of earring mirrors sounding. Okay. Um, but in 1986, nine people were murdered in the Miami-Dade County. And they were specifically targeting ears. people they thought nobody would, like, I don't think it was that. I think or... it was just, like, oh, there's this passed out, like, white guy, and Let's he's a white him, devil. We'll kill him. Yes. Right. Talk about hanging chads. Is that a thing? <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, that might be my favorite. That's really joke. But... Far. One of the Nation of Yahweh cult members was a guy named Robert Rozier. And he ends up being a mega problem for Yahweh Ben Yahweh. Rozier. uh, Yes, legally a mega problem. (laughs) (laughs) So Rozier is part of a like crime where they murdered a guy and cut off both of his ears. And this guy, they murdered him in his car, and the guy happened to have a handgun, like a registered handgun in his car. Mm-hmm. And so when they murdered him, they, you know, cut off one of his ear, uh, both of his ears, accidentally dropped one and couldn't find it. Uh, so the cops found one. Jesus. Um, but That's some pulp fiction together. shit. Yeah. Rosier ended up taking one of these guns or this gun that was in the car like why not uh oh, there's so, a lot of reasons yeah why well not? you know he yeah. took it uh he takes the gun and um ends up 
killing somebody else with this gun later and they're able to tie him to this gun and tie that murder to him which ties Yahweh bin Yahweh back to all of it because Rozier flips almost immediately yeah. when he gets caught he's like Yahweh bin Yahweh was the one who was telling me to do this yeah. Uh, yeah. I almost kind of like in a Manson way I feel like it's less of a mob more of a Manson type of right. killings like I was going to say scope. Manson had a way better following <laughs> right. like he didn't do anything we yeah. love him now, um, so also speaking of murders, there were some people who were starting to get turned off by Yahweh Ben Yahweh. Because, outside of the murder. Yeah. I mean, outside of these murders, they're just like, this guy is kind of bullshit. Um, so a guy, two mem- or three members, one named Aston Green and... Two other people who were a couple, Carrollton, Carlton Carey, sorry, and Mildred Banks. So Aston, Carlton, and Mildred all lived together. They were roommates. And Aston is like, we're going to do our own little thing, and we don't want to be part of this anymore. And later on that day, some jogger stumbles over this decapitated body in the Florida Everglades and it's Aston Green. Um, Wow. That's swift. Yeah. So the police thought that he was out there on purpose. Like they wanted to purposefully display his body beheaded because they wanted to make a statement or the nation of Yahweh wanted to make a statement like you can't fucking leave. Um, And then later on that night, Carlton Carey and Mildred Banks were walking back to their house after talking to the police about what they thought happened to Aston, and they were both attacked. And Carlton was murdered. He was shot. And then uh, Mildred Banks ended up getting shot and, like, cut with a machete like real deep in her neck but she survived oh shit yeah and but she said she couldn't identify her assailant so i'm sure she was just terrified it's possible uh so they bring all this shit together yahweh ben yahweh is charged um with conspiracy to commit murder and He's charged with that federally because the FBI is finally on this shit. They're like, this is a cult. Clearly, this isn't this isn't good shit. And so the only thing they can really get him charged for is that conspiracy to commit murder because they don't have any proof that he actually committed any murders or carried ordered them. Yeah. So he gets uh, sentenced to 18 years and as he's in court, right after he gets sentenced, the state comes and arrests him and charges him with murder oh. on a state level. And so he goes to court again, but his defense was pretty great. And they were like, oh, yeah, we can't convict you of murder oh, because Florida. of, like, you know, how this federal thing. And they were like, conspiracy. Anyways. So he ends up serving 11 years of his 18-year sentence, and um, 
he gets out on parole and like a year after that he dies of cancer when did he get out uh oh sorry this is 1992 so 11 years after 1992 excuse me 2003 2003 2003 um yeah so he dies and really after the nation of yahweh after yahweh ben yahweh was arrested it kind of took the wind out of everybody's sails and most of the nation kind of broke up. But um, supposedly there's a new guy. Oh, really? Now. Like Ghost Who's Club. claiming to be. 30 years later. Yes. He's <laughs> claiming to be Yahweh, Ben Yahweh, Ben Yahweh. Oh, wow. So he's like. He's Yahweh the Son third. of God's of God or son of son of God kind of because Yahweh ben Yahweh claimed to be the son of God and said that there was never going to be another one ever and it was only him but now here's Yahweh ben Yahweh ben Yahweh uh (laughs) his daughter still claims like fervently that he was completely framed entirely for all of this despite any type like uh, so many people coming forward and saying that he was like this bad cult leader dude and she is just so about him (laughs) not being guilty which i don't know i mean i feel kind of bad for her it's just bad i mean Uh, i guess uh, but (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Uh, I recommend not watching the Oxygen documentary about Yahweh Ben Yahweh because it was fucking terrible. Oh, okay. Oh, I think you were going to say terrifying. And I was like, well, then, yeah. Oh, no. That's what no, I'm no. doing tonight. It was just really poorly done. Oh, um, okay. So, anyways, that's the short little fun story of Yahweh Ben Yahweh wow. and his culty cult cult. I mean, what it was like that apartment complex. Yeah. I don't know. It's a bummer. Well, I know that his church, like the Temple of Love, that he called it. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I hate it. <laughs> like right after he got arrested, it was basically destroyed. But a lot of people still really liked him. I mean, it that part of it sounds like the mob to me. Like when the mafia kind of. Yeah. They'd come in and like fix shit up. And you're like, OK, I like our it. neighborhood has protection. Yeah. yeah. And so there are those good parts and this group of people who really needed some leadership and then of yeah. course they needed a sense of community man yeah. because like fuck and then you need a, a leader and leaders are charismatic and then charisma is a weapon and power mm-hmm. corrupts and blah 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 mm-hmm. god that story is so can we get it right like one I time i keep waiting for like a fun one... just like let's hang out cult yeah like one charismatic leader who just like only does good things yeah with that power and doesn't fuck anyone against their will or brainwash anybody or tear families so. apart or I don't murder so. or cut ears off where's the women-led cult there are women there was one yeah at least woman cult leader Ooh, we should take oh, that up that? i feel like we've done that before have we well i mean alex uh, allison mack was part of nexium yeah she but she wasn't it. the leader no, that yeah. was that she was following a piece of shit dude yeah Um, they just got sentenced right yeah they did he did i don't know about oh 
woman cult leader in Australia is the first thing that pops up. That would be where that happens, you know, because mm-hmm. upside mm-hmm. down. Mm-hmm. Toilets. Flush. Upside down toilets. Backwards. Um, you poop into the backside and then it sprays your shit everywhere. <laughs> it's the Australian way. From what I understand. I, yeah. Mm. Well. Are you okay? Yeah, I just. Uh, I know. What's the matter? I. There's not. Like, in the world we live in. Yeah. How are there not like 2,000 cults happening there right are now. they're oh, just all really are. tiny and not like that scary yet because they're still growing because they're all fucking improv theaters yeah i feel like that's the cult of the of you know the last five years right i think that like that kind of that and like a knitting communities sororities mm-hmm. fraternities they're all tiny little cults taking Sorry, your money after the knitting but you community. cycle out of it <laughs> yeah it's the holding power that's tough and it's yeah. the ones we hear about are the ones that held on to power long enough to get really fucked up orange mm-hmm. theory yes except <laughs> fucking orange theory i mean any cult where they like flat out just charge you membership fees it sort of takes some of the camp gladiator it takes some of the shit out of it because it's like oh well i'm just giving you money right and if i stop giving you money i'm out and that's the agreement so i guess gotta keep giving that money right but at the same time like there's a way out and it's very simple it's just so Mm. many fucking people are if there weren't disenfranchised people right there would be no need for cults like there would still be crazy people that are like cult leader-esque yeah but they wouldn't have the followers if the people just had the tools to everyone should just be an aa Right. Yeah. What is that? Is that just yeah. it? That's you a just cult. need a community. You get free coffee. Yeah, and no one. Yeah, it's not free. No, I mean, like, what your time? No, doesn't don't you pay dues? No, mm, I don't think so. I don't know. My dad would never go to AA. So I've been a couple of times with friends. Yeah. Um, how do they? No, you don't pay. How do they get the coffee? 501 they C3. do it at it's churches. Like, people just, end up donating. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. But right, I didn't know. I'm pretty I don't know sure much about AA. AA is. Yeah, free. the one I went to was at a was in the heart of Montrose at Ooh. a community Uh-oh. center, um, which was it was kind of I don't want to say it was cool, but it was kind of cool. I mean, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that being cool. Yeah, there were like a bunch of like misguided youths and like. Mm-hmm. A couple of like bums would come in to just have coffee and sit in the air conditioner and sure. I mean, at least they're going. Maybe one day it'll work. All of the gays from Montrose. It was kind yeah. of a cool vibe. It was kind of a cool vibe because it wasn't like it, it. It's all religious, like it's all Christian based, but it wasn't mm-hmm. like heavy on it. Well, they're not selling religion; they're selling sobriety, right? Mm-hmm. Um, well, and now they say surrender to your own higher power oh. yeah. instead of like the, the higher power. power. I don't think they were saying that seven years ago. No, I think that's relatively recent yeah. that they've tried to. Yeah. Um, yeah I mean, a- everything's a-, a cult. The U.S. government's a cult. The state government's a cult. Your city government's a Maybe cult. Maybe we're our own little cult. We're a cult. Right With, here. And this you're our leaders. spiral. Listeners. Yeah. 
you lead us wherever you, you go we'll follow isn't that a theme song mm-hmm. yep that's our theme song okay okay well follow me down yeah we'll follow him yep okay well thanks for listening um follow us on all of the social medias at weird brunch email uh whitney hate mail yes brunch at gmail.com what do we need we need stories now we need stories of women cult leaders and we absolutely must have stories of stupid weird shit you've done on white claw that's important drink so much white claw that you get up to some shit it takes a lot yeah, so. it does because and but it's not that many calories. I'm gonna it's just not. flat out start it's advertising for them. One yeah carb. It's one Jeez. carb and a hundred who who calories who and you who burn them just lifting the can, man. It's true. Yeah, you lose weight when you drink white claw. There you go. That's right. That's the slogan. Join our cult of claw claw cult. C L W, Jode. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>